Are you being consistent in the things that you say you want for your life? Or are you being consistent in the wrong things? Consistency is great, but it means nothing if you're being consistent in the wrong things. So how do you know if you're consistent in the right things, in the things that you desire for your life? Because we don't want to wake up 20 years from now, 30 years from now and be like, oh my gosh, did I actually live a life that I wanted to live or did I live someone else's expectations? You're listening to the Thrive and Thread podcast, a sacred soul space for healing, self-love, personal growth, and creativity. I'm your host, Lauren DeVera, a certified life and mindset coach, positive psychology practitioner, choreographer, and founder of The Lion's Den. I teach folks how to reframe their negative thoughts, move from self-doubt to self-trust, make time for what matters, and step boldly into their purpose. So are you with me? Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of Thrive and Thread. It's your girl, Lauren, and today we are here with a bonus episode. I hope you've been enjoying uh, the recent episodes. And again, I am IG Live at the same time of this recording, so I'll be including their comments, their conversations on today's juicy topic. Is it busy work or is it your life's work? Are you doing busy work or are you doing your life's work? Now, you're probably like, where is this coming from? Why did we choose this topic today? Um, As you know, or maybe you don't know, but I'm a certified life coach. And right now we are in the midst of early enrollment for my signature program, Roots and Fruits, which is empowering visionaries to embrace their gifts, take up space and make impact. And a lot of that entails pursuing our life's work. And oftentimes people are approaching me with the desire to change their job, the desire to change industries. And oftentimes we think it's a matter of just changing our job title or changing our industry that all of a sudden we're going to feel fulfilled and have a fruitful life. Hey, those tuning in on IG Live. Um, But what we find is that's not the case. You know, I'm going to break down the definition, my personal definition of life's work and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be your employment or your vocation or your nine to five job. I think we can all pursue and live our life's work without it having to be our career. However, if you are in the same headspace or uh, just way of being that I have been in the last couple years is my career literally is my life's work. I do have a multifaceted career. People call me a multi-passionate. And what that means is there are many entities to my life's work. There are many different ways that I make income. Um, There are different facets to my business. And I feel very proud and confident in my ability to say that I have found my calling. I am living my purpose. I am living my calling. And I happen to be able to make a living out of that. That is a dream come true, and I know that for some of you, that is what you want for your own life, right? Um, Now, if you are a person who is very content in their career, and maybe that's not your life's work, but that is how you make income, kudos to you. You can still find your life's work outside of your job. So to define life's work, I deem it as my life's mission, my calling, right? I 
I feel like God tapped me on the shoulder and literally chose me to do the work that I'm doing, which is community building, facilitation, using my voice, using dance and creativity to bring other people in, to help people be themselves, to help people feel at home in their bodies and their mind. And I do that through different avenues of speaking, right? Podcasting or facilitating, as well as through dance, the arts, um, producing, creating shows, and curating really cool events where people can have a good time and feel comfortable with themselves. So my definition of life's work is pursuing my own mission, um, listening to the call that God gave me, right? So when you think about a business or a company, right, they have their mission and their vision and their values. As people, I hope you have your own mission, vision, and values, Right, And some of us haven't slowed down long enough to even think about, am I in alignment with my life's mission? What is my life's work? What impact do I want to have in the world? And again, if you're just joining us on IG Live, that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be your vocation or your, your place of employment. You know, What are you doing outside of that? Um, and so yeah, to me, life's work is having multiple things in alignment right? And one of those things is, am I acting out in my own strengths? Am I living out my strengths? Do I know my strengths, right? Do you know your strengths? Do you know your weaknesses? Because a lot of us have been taught to refine our weaknesses or to focus on our weaknesses and make those better. But we've got one life, y'all, and life is flying, right? So how can you capitalize on your strengths, And if you're on IG Live, I'd love for you to drop in the chat what you think your strengths are. What are your strengths, right? And outside of those strengths is what are your talents? What are the gifts that you have been given? What what are you naturally inclined to do? What are you naturally good at, right? And so for me, the very first thing that I got realization that I had a talent in was, was dance, right? My ability to express myself through performance, through the arts, Um, And I utilize those gifts, those talents in my life's work. So we have your strengths. Now, maybe you're like, how are strengths different from talents? So strengths aren't necessarily related to hobbies or um, things of passion. Strengths are just like what you were literally born with. So one of my strengths is bringing people together. One of my strengths that also happens to be a talent is the gift of gab, my ability to just speak from the heart and and articulate what's on my mind. Um, One of my other strengths is um, ideation and alternative thinking, creative thinking, right? Those strengths aren't necessarily my quote unquote talents, right? Like when I think of a talent, I think of artistic expression or, you know, something, an ability or a skill set that you can get better at over time. I'm going to read what Daisy wrote. Um, her strengths are challenging myself, saying yes, even if I don't really have experience yet. Yes, that is such a strength. A lot of people are not comfortable doing that, right? Being able to say yes, even if we don't have experience in it yet. And I would agree with Daisy. That's definitely her strength. And I'm happy to say that's one of my strengths too, is just like jumping in before I have all the puzzle pieces. Um, I'm going to read Alexis strength that she dropped in the chat. She said, my strength is taking action even though I don't know what to expect. Ambition, I suppose. Yes, very similar. Um, That's definitely a strength because how many people do we know that 
don't take the leap of faith or don't jump because they don't feel like they have all the steps figured out. Pros and cons to that, right? So we've talked about strengths, we've talked about talents, and another one is like your experiences. And when I say experiences, like what have you been through in your life? And I love to say that oftentimes our biggest pain point is deeply connected to our life's purpose. Our biggest pain point is often connected to our life's purpose, right? So so one of my biggest pain points growing up and even now as an adult is the sense of belonging. You know, I grew up in a blended family. Um, I'm second generation Filipina American. I was born here in the States and I don't speak the native language. And so there's a lot of layers here that had me feeling like I just didn't belong. And, you know, often what we're experiencing as children is amplified as we grow into adults and we enter into the workspaces or we enter into romantic relationships or friendships that those same pain points and same wounds are still happening now as adults. And so over the years, as I started creating my own career, what I found was is I was creating spaces that I needed growing up or even as a young adult. And the work that I do is helping people realize their truest desires because we have so many filters in our own mind, right? A lot of beliefs about the world and how we should um, approach our career or how we should approach family dynamics or how we should engage with other people. A lot of that is deeply connected to how we were raised, what we saw and what we didn't see in our childhood and in our household. And so when you are able to partner your strengths, your talents, your unique experiences, you literally have the formula for figuring out your life's mission, which like we said in the beginning, my life's mission is my life's work, aka my deepest calling. A calling to me is the incessant nudge, almost like an annoying nudge that won't go away. Like, you're being told that you're supposed to do something and you don't even have all the puzzle pieces. You don't even have the bigger vision, but you have that tap on your shoulder of like, you're supposed to be doing this. That's what a calling is. And so how I've been able to sustain continuously pursuing my life's work is that that calling was so loud and clear that I couldn't not do something about it. So The title of this episode is, is it busy work or is it your life's work? So I gave you the three things, strengths, talents, experiences, right? The definition of life's work is pursuing your mission, your personal mission. Why were you put on this earth? What are you supposed to be doing with your time, your talents, your resources, right? So I invite you, if you don't know if you're living your life's work, is to audit your life. And this is something we do in Roots and Fruits group coaching program. I'm going to plug that right now. If this content is resonating with you, if you feel like I'm speaking to you, then you might want to consider joining this 12-week container with other amazing visionaries and creatives on reclaiming their power, pursuing their life's work, and creating a fulfilling and fruitful life, right? So the work that we do in this container As we audit our life, take a look at how you're spending your time. Take a look at who you're hanging out with, 
Do you know your values? I've talked about this on previous podcast episodes. Are you living in alignment with your values, right? Because oftentimes people are just creating goals without thinking about, is this in alignment with my values? Your values are your life's principles. They're the pillars that which you make decisions and literally build your life around. And I'll share it again that one of my biggest values in life is creative expression, is joy, is community. So a lot of my time and focus is centered around that. So once you've done that audit, you know, maybe you're like, oh man, Lauren, like nothing on my calendar is a reflection of my life's work. Nothing on my calendar is actually what I want to do. I'm going to say pause. Don't freak out. If anything, it's good that you're having this realization now because a lot of people wake up way later in life and realize that they haven't even been living the life that they wanted. So my goal and my mission as your coach, right, as your your crony, your friend, your sister is to ask you to pause and and take a look at your life and, and ask yourself, is how I'm spending my time, my money, my resources, my my relationship batteries, are they all in alignment with my life's work? What matters to you? You know, if we were to set aside um, needing to make money, if we were to set aside expectations, if we were to set aside, you know, pressures of being human, you know, what what would you want to do? You know, and I said that your life's work doesn't have to be your nine to five. Not everyone has that ability to do that. Your life's work can be outside of the nine to five. So I would phrase that in how are you serving others? Our life's work is about serving others. Service. Literally, we were put on here for service in some capacity. And your service might be through your art. Your service might be through your podcast. Your service might be through, you know, caregiving. But do you know yourself well enough to know if you're doing busy work or your life's work, right? And I'm not here negating busy work. I think sometimes we need the busy work in order to get to the life's work, right? I wasn't always doing everything I love 24-7. You know, I did do the 9-to-5 job. I have worked for many employers. I have a diverse resume when it comes to the nine to five life. Um, But outside of that nine to five life, I was always making time for my passions and for my purpose. And I didn't realize at the time that I was slowly building a life where I could help other people doing what I love and answering the call. And that call is to serve others and help people feel at home with themselves, which is why we have the lion's den, right? That if you haven't been with us in person, I invite you to come out. Like the energy in the lion's den space, I mean, I can't even really put words to it. I mean, people have explained it as home. People have explained it as family. People have explained it as being safe. Like those are all the very things that I needed growing up that I was not getting in the church or at the studio, right? So Is it your life's work or is it busy work? And what I also have written here is passion, purpose, and peace. Are you pursuing your passions? And notice I didn't say, are you making money off of your passions? 
you don't need to be make, making money off of your passions, but you do need to be pursuing them. Right? Why? <laughs> you are worthy of pursuing something that brings you joy and makes you happy because if you're happy, if you're lit up from the inside, oh my goodness, it's going to be way easier to show up in all the other spaces. Right? I like to think about the busy moms or the single moms or the the single dads, the single parents who constantly put themselves on the back burner because they are in a position where they have to put other people first. Okay, take care of the family, but are you taking care of you first? Why do you think on the airplane they say put your mask on before you put someone else's mask on? Because you can't help someone put their mask on if you're about to pass out. It's the same thing with life. Like I can't be a great friend or a great partner or a great teammate if I'm not filling up my cup first. And I know you know this, but I feel like we need to be reminded, right? Especially right now, we are, you know, life has been lifing, right? And we are post, quote unquote, air quotes, post pandemic. I mean, COVID is still here. But this year, we got jumped and pushed into like the fullness of life that we had before March 2020. And we're tired. We're probably on the brink of burnout. We're probably emotionally exhausted, physically fatigued. And it's because we're trying to do so many things for so many other people without first asking ourselves, what am I doing for myself that fills me up and makes me feel good and helps me go to sleep at night knowing that I pursued my purpose? And I think a lot of people go to sleep at night feeling unfulfilled because they've been attending to other people's agendas and expectations. So let's recap. If you are unsure if you're doing busy work or your life's work, audit your calendar, audit your values, audit the people you're spending your time with. Because I do believe that we are the sum of like the five to six, seven people that we hang out with the most. Are you hanging out with people that are pushing you towards greatness? Are you hanging out with people that are calling you out on your own stuff? Are you hanging out with people that have fruits that you want? Because so many of us are listening to people's opinions and being affected by people's judgments by people who don't even have the fruits that we want to have in our own life. And when I say fruits, I mean like, what fruits are you bearing, right? Do you have thriving, healthy relationships? Do you have ease? Do you have joy in your day-to-day life? So audit, audit your life and ask yourself, am I just doing things because they've been given to me or because it's convenient or because I was told to do it? Or am I doing things because I proactively made that decision to do it? And so every so often, I mean, this is, this is why I say journaling is like literally a game changer is I'm constantly reflecting and assessing how I spend my time and what I'm doing, right? And you'll notice that you say yes to things out of autopilot because they used to serve you a long time ago. But do they serve you today, who you are today? We're constantly changing. We're constantly evolving. We're growing. But a lot of us are making the same decisions that a previous version of us would say yes to. And we're no longer that previous version of us. So if you are saying yes to things that no longer serve you, we got to audit your decisions and we got to audit your boundaries. Okay. So is it busy work or is it your life's work? This is something that I love helping people with. I told you at some point in this episode that the doors are open for my signature group coaching program, Roots and Fruits. We meet together for 12 weeks. 
in a group space, but you also get one-on-one coaching with me. We help you uncover and unpack what it is you actually want. A lot of us are pursuing things that we don't actually want because we're afraid of doing the thing we actually want to do. And we're also afraid to name what we want in this life. And so we're going to unpack that together. We're going to We literally have this nice scaffolded curriculum um, to help you build the confidence and the clarity that you need to pursue your life's mission, your life's work. All right, so as coach, I help you gain that clarity. As coach, I help you cultivate that confidence. As coach, I help you show up consistently, right? Because here's what sets successful people apart from non-successful people are those who keep showing up, right? Are you being consistent in the things that you say you want for your life? Or are you being consistent in the wrong things? Consistency is great, but it means nothing if you're being consistent in the wrong things. So how do you know if you're consistent in the right things and the things that you desire for your life? Because we don't want to wake up 20 years from now, 30 years from now and be like, oh my gosh, did I actually live a life that I wanted to live or did I live someone else's expectations? You must constantly assess and reflect how you spend your time, right? This is why habits are literally life-changing. They compound over time. That's why generating a new habit is difficult because it's not you're not going to see the fruits of it right away. It's easier to generate a bad habit because it's fulfilling and feels good in the moment, okay? Every time I eat something that I shouldn't be eating, It's easy for me to keep doing that because it feels good in the moment, right? But then if I compound that over a year, two years, every day eating something really bad, my health is going to be at its worst. I probably will have gained a lot of weight, right? But I didn't realize that these small compounding habits was declining my life. So how are you spending your time today, tomorrow? What type of stuff are you consuming What type of conversations are you having? Did you make time for your health? Did you make time for your rest, right? So that is the work that we do, not only in Roots and Fruits, but here on this podcast, right? It's my my calling and my mission to get this word out to you, right? I'm sure you listen to a lot of different people, and I know that, right? Nothing is new under the sun, but what I'm doing is I'm answering the call, I know that what I'm saying may not be brand new to you, but it's brand new to someone else. And maybe it's not brand new to you, but you probably need to hear it again. That's why we read books. That's why we listen to podcasts. You know, that's why we journal. We need the repetition. We need to put the reps in, right? So think of coaching, like literally like mindset work, like doing a workout for your mind, doing a workout for your spirit, doing a workout for your soul. We know how to do that for the physical aspect, but we don't know how to do that for our spiritual self. Okay. So I hope that this touched you. And if it did, please share this episode, share it to your Instagram story, tag thrive and thread, tag the Lauren Devera, and be sure to subscribe to this show if you haven't. And if you got the time, I invite you to leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and a written review on Apple podcasts. It helps other people find this show. I will let you know, this is very mom and pop shop stop what am I trying to say very mom and pop stop vibes at thrive and thread meaning you know I don't pay for marketing I don't pay for sponsorships I don't 
have any of that. So every time you share, it literally makes a difference to me. And I appreciate you being here. If you have questions about Roots and Fruits, if you want to apply and be a part of a dope community for 12 weeks, visit the link in the episode notes. It's literally a five-minute application. And all we got to do is just hop on Zoom. I get to know you more. I get to answer your questions. And we get to see if this is something that's good for you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You are worthy of pursuing your life's work. Don't waste your life. Every moment matters. Every second counts. Pursue your life's work and don't do this alone. Can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Keep being you and keep shining.